Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name's Tim Doyle, and this is Project Sports. All right, so enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Project Sports. My name's Tim Doyle. Welcome back to the show. Uh, this week, we're going to have Project Life episode, and... Of course, the number one podcast on my podcast episode is Kyler Harrington. He is back on the show. He's ready to go, ready to roll. Uh, I'm so happy to have him. Last time, I didn't really give him a proper introduction to the show. Uh, today, I will. Um, this is a, a good lifelong friend that I made over in England. I lived there for three years, and this gentleman worked on flight with me in security forces. We are very close. We've spent a lot of time together. We've had a lot of conversations, and of course, I got to bring him back on the show. I mean, he brought me over 140 plays on my podcast. Unbelievable. So uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty cool. Kyler. Kyler. <laughs> The Mr. <laughs> the Mr. Gun, as everyone calls you, the gun guy. Yeah. You're yeah. back on the show. Welcome back, man. It's good. I'm it's happy good to, to be you. back. It's, it's long overdue. Yeah, absolutely. We, we both moved. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, what can you yeah, do? We, we did, yeah. There was a lot of craziness going on lately with all that, but hey, it looks like things are settling down now. Yeah, I, we, we, it's crazy how we both went from a farmland out in the middle of the UK, living the European lifestyle, drinking wine yeah. on the beach, you know. Because we did that together, and <laughs> yeah, <sure>. now <laughs> now we're in the mountainside of oh, Salt yeah. Lake City, Utah, and Colorado Springs, Colorado, and we're living the high life up in the mountains. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that Yo, we have that same. Now uh, I'm starting to wonder if we're looking at the same mountains, but just different <laughs> angles. <laughs> it's probably you're probably looking at the backside of the Rockies. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but we're I mean, just, we're just what's the back and what's the front? Us. You know, which one's which? Yeah, <laughs> it just depends on which way you look at it. You looking south or north? Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I know there's a lot of people who are probably going to be very excited to have Kyler on this on the podcast again. I get comments and uh, things from people who would just be like, "Hey, man, when are you going to have that kid back on?" I told a few people. I'm, I'm trying to pump Kyler because I know he can't stand this right now. Because he's probably <laughs> like, "Gosh, we were just talking about how he judges himself, and it was hilarious." This is perfect though for him to yeah. get, get some glory because he deserves it. He worked hard, you know? Well, he spread the word about the pod and he got people yeah. to listen to the show. So, um, But like I was saying, there's people who requested for him to come back and obviously we got to have him on the show. And we talked about, what, zombies? What would you yeah. do? I don't know what, Guns. I don't know where that, like how that conversation started, but it was kind of like... Uh, Me, left field. I just yeah, <laughs> it was like, oh, what do you think of the M eighteen? Oh, X, Y, and Z. Then after a couple of minutes, we did we're gun safety. About, yeah, yeah, we started breaking down like zombie apocalypses and, and best like approaches to things and whatnot. And it was it was an interesting conversation. So since we've had Montreal on the show, and you picked him originally, and then you went to Hutch uh, yes. with, with myself to defend our little uh, little base we hypothetically made up, and yeah. Uh, I can't wait. So actually, Monreal's been on the show since you've been on, and he's he was he was very upset and angry with you. I <laughs> know your, he, your attraction. He kept giving me crap about it, <laughs> but you know he he can listen to this one and he can make an assumption. Yeah. There's going to be some fun questions tonight too. Things that we're going to get into that Kyler and I really enjoy as as friends, and uh, I think we got a good list. I mean, look at yeah. this list in front of us. It's great. It looks good. like I mean, I'm looking forward to. It. I mean, almost everything on there is stuff that I have thought about pretty recently. So yeah, that, which is some fresh ideas in there. Well, you better have. I mean, you should prepare for the show. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> we were supposed to prepare? Yeah, a little bit. So I got, oh. I got I do have another friend coming on the show on Thursday, Richard Hatcher. We're going to actually 
have a few similar topics to these ones. Not not quite, right. but another Project Life episode. So I just think it's really cool that the two of you are are, are kind of similar in the way you guys uh, diagnose things. So people should really enjoy this week because we got oh, a lot wow. of stuff on the board. But let's get into the first topic, man. Tick, All right. TikTok, our feelings on TikTok. This is a, you know one of the largest social companies in the world, media companies in the world. And we, we've got some thoughts. And I wrote gross at the end of it. So, hey, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know what my perspective on TikTok is, but I do not have it, do not own it, never used it. Um, Reels kind of comes in with Instagram. I don't use Instagram anymore, but Reels is kind of like the same thing. Uh, for me, security comes to mind first. And then um, also attention span. And who would be using this? Mm. I, I think I overthink these things, but I just don't want to be a part of the system, <laughs> as it might say. What's your thoughts? What's your early thoughts on TikTok? Uh, so when, when I first saw TikTok kind of pop up, I immediately knew I was not going to like it. Mm. Like as soon as I, as I noticed that there was, you know, videos on Facebook and whatnot and YouTube, little short, like, you know, 30 second at most, like little TikTok in the corner. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to like this at all. So I decided to take a more cautious approach and not, you know, assume things are going to be terrible. So I tell everybody I've never used TikTok. That's a lie. I actually have tried it for a little bit. Because, <laughs> you know, you want to, you want to, you know, really, really experience it to actually know what it is you're getting into. And it's absolutely atrocious, in my opinion. As, um, an, as an absolute skeptic would do, use it just to, <laughs> just to make sure. Yeah, just, just to make sure, you know, I'm not judging it unfairly without actually, like, at least trying it. And you know, to each their own. Everybody can do whatever it is they want with their lives. But with, with with me, it's just it's gross to me, and it just has to kind of boil down to you know there there is quite an audience of pedophilia. A lot of people have already kind of you know approached that, discussed it. I don't know if the platform's done anything to try and fix or address mm. that. I didn't hear this um, part. Okay, I'm just saying, like, is you know you. You have a lot of that content are very young children, you yeah. know, doing pro oh, provocative yes. things, you yes, know? absolutely. And they had a feature, it was like a duo feature, where you can self-record you next to somebody else. And there was, there was, there was videos of, you know, older men, not, not older like 20, but like 40 to 50 years old, responding in a very inappropriate manner in conjunction with these videos little kids are, are dancing or, or presenting themselves in a very inappropriate way. And it's just like, why, why is that... Why is that there? Yeah, this is why? this is why I I'm not engaging. This is why I call the TikTok gross. I mean, it is gross to me. It is gross. And that, that's just it's, that's just the one. That's just one of many things it about be gross it. To every, it's probably gross to everyone. I mean, there's not a, yeah. it's not a, there's no place for that. And I think that with TikTok, it's something that engages people for a few seconds and then they move on. And then yeah. like, like you just said that the you know that these weird videos are coming out with you know pedophilia style stuff and then. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't even know that. And then thank you for letting me know. Because, I mean, <laughs> you always want to like, you know, I, I've got kids. So it's like, you know, in the future, you, you want to project. We, well, my wife yes. and I always talk about our children and making sure that we set, you know, certain standards for them and like how we're going to tackle social media. We even talked about this when we were dating probably about eight or nine years ago. We're like, wow. hey, how do we control what's in our lives that can help us be better at things that can help our kids in the future and social media and all that kind of stuff was one of the huge major topics that we, that we hit on. And we yeah. decided like, Hey, we got to make sure that we're, you know, not about certain things here and appropriate ages for certain websites and for certain um, apps and stuff like that. Or even if they yeah. have them at all, because I mean, so, something like this, it's like, <laughs> it's, you're taking a huge risk. You know, the, the most, the most I've ever seen a website do ever to prevent kids from getting on it is are you 18? Yes or no. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'm 18 yeah, unless you sure. want. Yeah. Those even like, and, and to be to be fair, there really is no way to verify that. I mean, 
Like, unless you like give them your ID or something along those lines, but then it just gets kind of sketchy they, after they, a bit. They used to use like verified email accounts like back in the day because I, I yeah. had a, a long time Yahoo account from when I was like 12 years old. Mm. I'm pretty sure there used to be some sort of like verification age, but they don't do it anymore. Uh, maybe, maybe there was something, but like I, I just gave, remember they gave up. I think <laughs> probably there's too many hacks. There's kids are yeah. way too smart these days. It's it's funny how much effort people give to to, to such little reward. Yeah. You know, in in regards to that, but I don't know, hacking a website just to get access to it because you're underrated. It just seems like such such a, a waste of no. talent, honestly. I mean, it's like everything else in the modern age too, though. Yeah, I mean, gosh, I really hope people listen to this podcast. I mean, they're they're, they're about eight minutes in and they're already thinking, oh, geez, these guys are just two old men who are grumpy. Well, I'm <laughs> twenty one, so I can't be that old. Well, nah. I am. I'm already over thirty, so I guess that constitutes. Ah. According to everyone in the military, unless you're over thirty, you're you're old. But yeah, hey, whatever. But this is hilarious. So your dad automatically at that point. <laughs> For sure. So right. so, do we have any more thoughts on TikTok, or is this like kind of it? Uh, I feel like we so, bashed it pretty good. You got anything else? I feel like we just barely put a dent in. Oh, it, okay, honestly. let's let's go. Then keep so ripping. I mean, the the next issue I have with it is you did mention it. Um, attention span. You mentioned that a few times. Yep. You know, um, a lot of people tend to to get into to that motion where it's like you have 30 seconds to to satisfy my brain. You know, you don't want the build up anymore. You don't want to kind of no. go along a journey of a story or anything like that. And, oh, you know, a lot, a lot of the stuff on mm-hmm. TikTok is is empty. You know, whenever whenever I would watch a lot of the stuff on there, it just seems so empty. It's just like you, you see, for example, like a girl recording herself in a room. And it's like, OK, it was where's the. Where's the punchline? Where's the story? Where's the kicking? What's going to happen? No, nothing. It just ends there. And the only reason why is because she was pretty. And you think like, oh, that's so boring. Nobody supports that, right? She has quite the audience. And, and it's, it's like, why, why, is, why is this a thing? Well, yeah. No, you're so right. And I don't know. if Do you remember? Um, might be before your time. Might not. You were probably uh, maybe nine or ten. You remember Vine? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Vine video. So I remember being in a... Um, a group of people. So that was like when it, that's like Vine is like the original TikTok, first of all, because it's like about 10 to 15 seconds. It started out like five seconds. You record it real quick, something. Usually it's yeah. something funny. It, Vine was typically funnier than TikTok is, in my opinion. Um, but it was, I, I was at a cookout one time. I'll tell a little story here. It was at a cookout and a bunch of friends and everyone was on their phones, kind of like similar to when people are on TikTok, right? Yeah. Everyone's around. No one's talking to each other. We're outside at a cookout. I'm not on my phone. You know, me, my, my wife and I, she was my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And everyone's showing each other these videos. And this kid, this kid's like, hey, hey, Noah, you see this video? It's hilarious. I'm like, I'm like, dude. He's like, come over here. Come over here. Come see it. I'm like, dude, really? You're going to make me come all the way over there and look at a video. I was like, dude, let's play basketball or something. Let's go out. You know, yeah. the attention span. It's like, gosh, man, it's five seconds of your life. We're watching yeah. the same things over and over, showing each other, laughing, and then moving on and going right back to it. I think that's the kicker is the, the, not just the attention span, but how much it grabs you away from social right. interaction with right. other people. It's devastating. You know, and, and I, I agree with you on that. And I, I'm a strong believer that, you know, everything in proportion. You mm-hmm. know, there's really nothing wrong with, you know, looking at a few videos here and there. But when that's all you do and that's all that consumes your time. Like, if you're sitting in the waiting room at, like, a, a doctor's office and uh, you just pull up your phone and just start looking at, you know, TikToks or whatever, and that's all you do, or let's just say you're standing in line at McDonald's, you open up your phone, you look at TikToks, or you look at YouTube videos, 
um, you could say like, oh, I'm waiting, so it's okay, but then it just builds a bad habit. And anytime yeah. you're not doing anything, that's what you resort to mm-hmm. is that. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a doctor's office or I've uh, been sitting in the training room or waiting for something to happen or maybe I'm standing in line to get something to eat. I won't ever pull my phone out. I'll sit, I'll sit there and stare at a wall and just think if that's what it takes, but I won't be on my phone. And this is because I don't want to build those bad habits. And if I am on my phone, because you know, I'm definitely going to be on it once or twice a day, I'm shopping for something. I'm not like, you know, looking at anything on social media. Uh, Facebook's boring and bland as it is. YouTube, I kind of need to invest a little bit extra time to watch videos, so I don't do that out in public either. So I'll just be on there and be like, oh, Midway USA, let's see if they got any new 9mm in stock or whatever. See, Blade HQ's got any cool knives I want to yeah. look at, but that's it. I've, I guess I've lost my mind. I go into military medical offices and watch YouTube videos. <laughs> like 25, 30-minute ones, like really getting real engaged in like space. They leave you out there that long? Sometimes, yeah. Dang, well, if you're going to be out there for a good 20, 30 minutes, I don't blame you for pulling up a short movie, but... Yeah, might as well. I, I yeah, just, but... I, I, I've, I just give no craps anymore. I will watch YouTube yeah. anywhere. Yeah, pretty much. I'm just like, Dang. no, YouTube's going on because it's, it's got everything I need, and it's got longer videos. And yeah. That way I can watch something that's actually, like, some part educational or, like, just fun to watch or something like that that's, like, entertaining. That is fair, too. You know, the, the, the kind of content that you're yeah. absorbing as well mm-hmm. is very important. Very important. I was... I probably should iterate. I was kind of pointing more towards that empty content that doesn't really do anything. No, for sure, or, for sure. Yeah, you're like you're like watching, you know, four moderately handsome men mouth singing to a song for thirty seconds, and it's over. And it's like, what did you gain from that? No, the best ones, the best ones, because obviously, we'll just let's just talk about our favorite TikTok videos. Okay, so my favorite ones to laugh at are the ones that the ones they do that like that like dance thing where they do like a yeah. step. But everyone in the background's like watching them, waiting for them to do something cool. But like they just yeah. do that like one motion with another person, and like mm. everyone's just like that was it. And it's like yeah, yeah, empty, empty. Yeah, because people There's used to dance there. for real back in the day, or you know, people still can dance today and they do crazy stuff. But it's like you got to go to YouTube to watch something like that. You know, do you, yeah. you want to watch like a revolt? It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It is, and it's just I I don't like you know wasting my time watching something and then walk away with nothing. I mean, I better laugh, giggle, chuckle, or have a question to look up later afterwards. I need an emotion. Yeah. Kyler. What's it up? Let's go to the next topic. This okay. is almost 15 minutes of just trashing on TikTok. I love it. All right? You know, there's we're, a we're few gonna times... We're going to get to it. We got, we got a bunch of juicy stuff to get to tonight, you know? So there, there were... Okay, last thing before we end. There were there was like you six times it. in that last oh. conversation where I would have segued into something else. <laughs> I really tried to stay on topic this time. I could have hopped into YouTube. I could have hopped into content types. I could have hopped into stuff that I pulled out of, of watching best, things. The but. best part about this is pre, pre-show, pre we're talking, and you're like, I've got nothing on TikTok. I don't even know what yeah. I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> he goes on. We're almost at 15 minutes. I love it. All right, but let's just jump time in. flies it too does. fast. It really does. What? All right. This one's for you, too, man, so I'm going to let you go off because I want to know the All answer right. to this because I'm very interested. I'm sure everyone else is going to be very interested in this. Yeah. What is the best gun movie ever? I think, ever. I think a, lot of, a, a lot of gun nuts will, will agree with me on this one. A lot of people who are you know, well-hersed in the gun community. Um, the John Wick series has probably done the best with firearms, in my opinion, to the point where I can only nitpick with things that really you don't need to nitpick. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter... Um, in terms of like weapon manipulation, types of guns that they choose and whatnot, and how, how they go about using them, and um, even like reload methods that you see Keanu Reeves doing, like all that stuff is very authentic and to the point. None of it's weird or odd. I'm even counting rounds sometimes, and it's relatively 
you know, close to what you should be seeing out of certain firearms. They're not 100%, though. There are still a few things in the John Wick series that aren't correct. For starters, for some reason, movies just can't get suppressors right, ever. Um, they always over-silence them. And in reality, if, if someone was to shoot a suppressor by your head, it wouldn't blow your eardrums out, but it's still going to be pretty damn loud, and you're still going to notice it. Um, another thing that they tend to, to get wrong, too, is a classification of ammunition types. So there's one scene where uh, they gave John Wick a shotgun, and they said it has armor-penetrating slugs. Um, so I'm not going to say armor-penetrating slugs don't exist. There definitely are slug types that are geared directly towards that. But all slugs are generally considered some form of armor-defeating, not necessarily penetrating, because if you're wearing hard plates or soft plates, you get shot by a slug, you're out of the fight because you just got the wind knocked out of you. So they usually just kind of broadly consider, oh, is this an unnecessary verbiage? You could have just said, yeah, it's got slugs. You're good to go. Hmm. You know, John headshots a guy. Even if it doesn't go through the helmet, you get headshot with a slug and wearing a helmet. It doesn't go through the helmet. You're still getting knocked out of the fight because your whole shit just got rocked. So, like, it's just. That makes sense. Sometimes they try a little bit too hard. And it's like, yeah, we know our stuff. Let me just throw some words around. It's like, hey, you really don't have to, though. So it gets kind of cringy. You're not wrong. Let me chime in real quick. Let Let me ask you a question. Yes. How realistic in the John Wick series is the actual fighting with the weapons? Like, how accurate is that comparative to what you see in, a, like, a kung fu movie or whatever style mm. of fighting that is? Do you like it? I mean, obviously, everyone likes it, right? Yeah. That's not yeah. the problem. But is it realistic? No. Um, in, my, in my opinion, if you're in a gunfight and, guy, and the guys are grabbing you and you're grabbing them, you're already way too close. The point behind having a gun is to have that reactionary gap. We learn about that as cops and whatnot. And if the guy's close enough to grab you, you already messed up. You know, um, now, now in, in, in the movie's case, you know, different scenarios, you could break everything down. We would have to, like, put the movie up and actually watch all the scenes and discuss why it doesn't have to be like that. But, again, at the end of the day, you know, the movie has to be flashy. It has to grab yeah, your course. attention. If, uh, if like there the, weren't those gun-foo scenes, as I like to call them, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you, it would be a lot less entertaining because it'd just be John walking and headshotting everybody. And it's just like, eh, he's just shooting people. It's not really flashy. But now you got like him throwing in some martial arts moves. I would highly advise against it, honestly. Like, yeah, like mixing was... martial arts and because like you have the whole f- flagging. You know, you don't want that gun no. pointed where you don't want it pointed. And if you're in like some kind of martial arts thing, unless there's an actual hand-to-hand combat that is directly geared towards utilizing your firearm like that, which defeats the purpose of a gun. But let's say there was one, muzzle control would be number one. Because if you have that gun put in a certain position, you could risk shooting yourself, you could risk shooting somebody else, you could risk, you risk hitting something you don't want to hit. So, We're, like, it's just... Yeah, so, like, the house scene in the beginning, when, he's, yeah. when, when the guys are coming at him instead of mm-hmm. not retaining that reactionary gap, yeah. And then, I mean, like you said, unless it was a POV style of camera shot, you're not going to get cool angles. Like, you, you have to have them come at him so he can yes. disarm yeah. and play with the guns and, and mm-hmm. whatever you call it, kung fu with the weapon. I mean, don't I get me wrong. It. it looks great. Like, it yeah, does it look does. awesome. It makes it way better for the movie. Yeah, but, but when, when I actually sit there and think about it, it's like, did you really have to pull the gun out of the guy's hand if you're just going to shoot him two no. seconds later? Like, just, just shoot but, him. Call it good. But how important is it for them to get the gun stuff right? So that doesn't really matter because for, like you and I are talking about it, like, yeah, it happened, but it's more entertaining like this. So it's like, yes. I guess the back end of what's maybe different from other movies, like you're trying to suggest here, giving this the best gun movie ever yeah. is that's what's separating it. 
is, right. is that whole idea of, well, they're getting the gun stuff right with it, and it's, it's flowing yes. very nicely. And I have, over time, because like, I used to be super critical about this. Like, it was a big thing. Like, if a movie did something wrong with a gun, I immediately was like, yeah, screw the movie. It's a bad movie. I hate it. Could have mm -hmm. been an awesome movie. Mm -hmm. And so I've come to the point to where I understand, like, well, what's the point of a movie? It's to entertain and tell a story. Now, there are some compromises that have to be had because reality is quite boring. Actual combat, I mean, combat's scary, of course, but in comparison to how combat actually happens versus how movies depict it, it's kind of bland. You know, um, it's, it's mostly a get away from me kind of thing or I'm defending myself. I don't want to touch you. I want to stay away from you. Yeah. Um, and in movies, you know, if you just show nothing but that, the scenes are more filled with tension if properly, you know, um, constructed right and, and, and everything. But it's, um, it's just they have to have that entertainment factor. So, like, let's go back to the suppressors, for example. You wouldn't have that weird shootout scene in the second movie where they're walking in town and they're like, John Wick's at the bottom, and then you have that one guy on the top, and he's, like, shooting at him with a suppressor, and they're, like, pulling it out of their jackets and shooting at each other. That oh, scene yes, wouldn't yes, happen yes. in real life. You know what I mean? No. That was kind of a goofy scene. I, I actually laughed when I first saw that, not because the suppressors were done wrong, but just because it's so, it's so wacky. It's like these people have no idea what's going on, and these two are just, like, shooting at each other, like two kids in the back of the classroom yeah. throwing paper yeah. at each other, and the teacher's <laughs> not noticing. Like, that's how it looked to me. Like, yeah. this is so goofy. Like, these two got beef, and they're not, like, yelling at each other. They're just trying to keep it on the down low. It's just... Just drop someone from a distance. Yeah. yeah. So. It, it was interesting. It's like, you know, yeah, they got the suppressors wrong, sure. Yeah, they, they threw some, excuse me, some fancy terms like armor-penetrating slugs in there. Yeah, sure. There's one scene where they made a scope click in the incorrect manner. Uh, scopes do click, but not everything on a scope clicks. Only and Tyler it's like, Harrington. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, there, uh, real quick, there was that one Wait, scene when, in John where, Wick 2. When, when was that? When was so, that? So in John Wick 2, when he is arming up in Italy, I believe it was, uh, um, that one yeah. guy was like handing him the gun, so he picks up the AR, and he looks yes, at it, and he, he maneuvers does. it. I and remember. then he, he grabs the magnification oh ring, and he, he turns it, and it clicks. No. It clicks like a windage or elevation turret would, but not how a magnification ring would. No, this is bad. So. I, I, I now can hear it yeah. in my head. And I just kind of saw that, and I was like, I don't know how all scopes work, but like 90% of all <laughs> optics do not have a clicking magnification ring. They're very, very smooth and very, yeah. very uh, like, like you're running through thick honey whenever you turn them. So I, I do got one more question about this movie. Okay. Um, the glass scene with the two like medium bosses and then the main boss. I can't remember okay. if it was one, two or three. Um, it's, it's like pretty much all glass, the ceiling, the floor, the walls. There's a lot of yeah. breaking of glass with guns. Um, the fight scenes were really awesome. They're really cool, but maybe yeah. you talk about some of the realisticness of that entire scene. I thought it was probably one of the best scenes in the entire series, but like you said, for me, it was a little wonky just because it was like, uh, some of the stuff is just kind of goofy. The characters, yeah. the character medium bosses were goofy too, the way they acted because they were like excited to fight John Wick. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. It's like, why this guy has killed thousands and you're over here. But like, I like, oh, that. I can't wait to fight. I'd be terrified. I'd be terrified too. But if they, like, you know, if they're, <laughs> if they're crazy and they like want to match up against them to see if they can take I, them I out, guess. Cool. Yeah, man. They, they've probably got a large, lot of pride and a lot of ego in there. So what, what type of bullets are going to be taken out glass like that? Or like what type of, uh, 
Um, was it, w- w- did they mention the sl- the reason why I'm asking is did they mention those slugs again during that scene? Or what um, I so, can't remember what they were using to be honest at that point. So so that scene, that I, if I remember correctly, that scene had mostly handguns. Maybe I want to say maybe like an MP5 or like an SMG PDW kind of gun. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen the movie. Didn't he go through a glass like the floors? Yeah, um, yeah, it depends on the glass. Honestly, um, when it, when it comes to bullets and striking hard surfaces like glass, it really just kind of depends on what the glass is. So if you have more of a like a bulletproof glass, for example, is is a. It's not just glass. It's glass. It's like a some kind of. I think it's called like polycarbonate or something like that. Then like a gel layering, and it's just a constant layering of this material. It's why bulletproof glass is so thick. It's designed to to catch and flex and break up a bullet. Um, but if it's like super tempered glass or normal glass, and it can kind of depend. Um, if the glass is meant to hold itself together, like windshield. Then if you shot it, it's just gonna kind of break and hold its shape and be kind of you know spider web. Yeah. But if it's like a super brittle glass, then any kind of bullet's gonna make the window or the mirror completely disappear. So it really just kind of depends on how the the, the mirror walls are constructed, in my opinion. Because I really can't think of any bullet variation or caliber difference or bullet uh, design that's gonna affect glass differently. I think it just really depends on what the glass is. Now, if you're talking about extremes, of course, like a, two, a 22 versus the 50 BMG, then yeah, of course, you're gonna see a difference. But when it comes to just handgun calibers, I can't foresee much of a difference. So it just depends on, on what kind of glass they're using. Yeah, I knew I'd get a great response like that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's that's go. just like, like, off the top of my head, that's my best assumption about if, if uh, you know, shooting um, uh, a, a house of mirrors like that w- mm-hmm. would make windows vanish. I'm just going to be honest. All I could think when I was watching that scene was how disorienting that would be for me. I probably would start shooting the mirrors just to help myself out a little bit because that, that would just throw me off after a while. Um, yeah. Just putting myself in John's shoes, I'd probably be like, yeah, I'm not going in there. Nah. Oh, no. Bad guys in there, I'll find a way around. I'll I ain't going through a house yeah. of mirrors. They, they, they can hide it. I'll throw a grenade if I had one. I ain't, ain't going to play with that. <laughs> Think smarter, not harder, right? Absolutely. So I guess um, best gun movie ever is John Wick 1, 2, and 3, the series. That, yeah, that, I it's mean, a really good, it's a really good as choice. As far as I've seen, to be honest. like, like I, got, I got one for you if you, okay. you want to indulge. Uh, you may or may not have seen it. Um, Equilibrium. You, you should definitely go check that movie Ooh, out. Oh, um, I feel like I've seen, it's probably been a while since I've seen it. Um, it's Equal really liberty? along. I think it's like it's like kind of like along the lines of the Matrix plus John Wick, and it's very very similar to. Let me to let that. me uh, let me see if I have seen it. Maybe some pictures will jog my memory. Yeah, um, but it's pretty much like a. It came out in early two thousands, and it was a. Oh, Fu, I have not seen gun, that Kung Fu gun fighting movie. Uh, Boromir from Lord of the Rings is in it. He's one of the sub characters. Oh, right on. And then the main character, I won't give it away who it is, but you'll know who he okay. is when you see him. Um, I remember seeing some memes that had clips from that movie, and I was always thinking, like, what is that movie? And when but, you, yeah, when I'm, you I'm probably going to have to watch that. you got to watch it. When you watch the end scene, then you tell yeah. me what's better, John Wick or, or that. Equilibrium, I t- I'm yeah. Telling you right now, it competes, it competes with it for sure. It's, it's oh, a little definitely. bit more. It's, it's not full Matrix style, but it's a little okay. bit more Matrix style. It's, I'd say it's about halfway. That's why that's why I kind of can't put them in the same category because Matrix for me is like the fighting style is really cool and they use guns sometimes, but it's not yeah. it's not realistic. So um, yeah, um, but again, like you know, move, movies have to tell a story and they have to yep. be flashy, entertaining. And it's like you know, after coming to peace with that, I've kind of just realized that yeah, you know, 
bullets don't do that or yeah you can't blow up a car by shooting a gas tank but hey you know what it looked cool that's all that matters yeah, right what was, the, what was the movie where they like curve the bullets oh uh, wanted yeah absolutely impossible you cannot curve a bullet no it's not i mean but like it's got it's just the movie like story that line, right you know yeah. yeah i mean people have curved bullets through pipe <laughs> but that doesn't count no um, Demolition Ranch did that actually. He took copper pipe and shot some bullets through it. But yeah, um, bullets aren't meant to curve. <laughs> yeah, we went over this with the Vietnam thing, right? They used to say that they would, they would. Oh curve yeah, so like yeah, that. there there's that whole debacle thing, or I don't even know if it's the right word. I'm trying to use big words here, but there's that whole thing where they're like, the M16 bullet is designed to spin like a buzzsaw and cut through its enemy. It's like, well, <laughs> no. I mean, when it hits them, it can yaw. I mean, it, and it, do co- that. it comes out of the barrel spinning, technically. <laughs> I mean, in a way, not like a buzz saw, more like no, a top. No, but like yeah, top. I guess you're kind of on the right track. I mean, it's interesting when, when, when you hear people who are, they're not anti gun, they're not pro gun. They just want to write a story or they want to write an article or something. And you just kind of read it like, dude. Could could you not? Could you just like at least call somebody first? Like you know yeah. somebody who knows guns. Be like, hey, by the way, uh, do do bullets tumble like a buzzsaw? And <laughs> all right, you know it, it doesn't hurt to just pick up a phone and call somebody. Yeah, I you know it's simple. Just yeah, give them a especially ring. if you're going to be reporting information. <laughs> like making a movie is one thing. You're meant to over exaggerate stuff. Yeah, movies true. are always a you director. Know, lying a director should know. You know, you know. Yeah, you should know. What but he's like. Doing. What he's talking if about. you're writing a news article <laughs> and you're trying to report information that's supposed to be factual, fact check everything yeah. when it comes to that. And like, no, don't fact check like opinions, of course. So let's let's be reasonable. But like actual stuff that has you know backed up research to it. Like if bullets tumble like buzz saws, just look it up. Yeah. Now, of course, you could argue, oh, but this is back in Vietnam. They didn't have the internet or anything. It's like people knew, like in in the in the days of of the uh, Civil War. That if bullets spin like a top, it makes it more accurate. Like that, that, that's old information. We all know how bullets behave once they leave the muzzle. Like back then, they, they had ideas. So there's really no excuse for it. No, all right. it's just laziness. So let's let's get into our next topic. We got right a maybe a, I guess we can call this a location or regional story even to us right now because okay. we, we got Colorado, Salt Lake City, you got Phoenix, you've got. Roswell, you've got New Mexico. Oh, you got all the hot spots. You got all the hot spots. And yeah. you know, what is your thought on aliens? I mean, we have talked about this multiple times with each other, but yeah. for the guests, what is your thoughts on aliens just in general? Maybe the hot spots that we live in. Give it to I me. I want to say that there is definitely something there. By no means am I going to just go out and be like, yeah, I believe in I believe in aliens 100% all the way through and through, no doubt in my mind. But because of, of uh, not just the amount of attention through the media, but because of stuff that even the Pentagon has said about, you know, finding flying vehicles that definitely are not from this world or definitely they don't know how to explain it. You know, yeah. the Pentagon itself has come out with this, plus the, the large following of people who are, you know, digging around and trying to find clues and hints that other life can exist. And even the fact that the universe is just so fucking massive. Commander, uh, Commander Fravor from the Navy. Yeah, a, you know, is he the one that that yeah, the, uh, the Navy U.S. pilot? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like the possibility is definitely there, and it's a very strong possibility. But I'm not, I'm not really one to just jump up and be like, "Yes, aliens." Let me put my tinfoil hat on real quick. Yeah, I just think like, yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense that there's extra, that there's more life out there. If you, if you were to watch enough videos or read enough articles to just give you 
a perspective of the sheer size of the existing and observable universe, you would come to find out that we are absolutely puny. We are the puniest of the puny. We, we are minusculely tiny compared to everything out there. And if that's the case, I highly doubt we are the only ones that, that, that one in, in, in a whatever number is bigger than, than any number out there. Like, like, there's no way, in my opinion, that that the can be the case. observable universe is ginormous with billions of galaxies. Yes. It has billions upon billions of stars inside yes. those galaxies, and it's unfathomable yeah. how big, you know, it is. So I just see it's – I feel like it's less, it's, it's less likely there isn't life out there. Have you heard of this, this rock? We'll call it a rock at first. It's called Omanawanui that came through our solar system. In 2017, it Ooh. was a supposedly a giant asteroid that was okay. on a trajectory that flew past the sun and curved towards the earth, floating past the earth, then curved out of the solar system, which we all know that asteroids don't do that. Once they get into a gravitational pull of especially sun, which is a lot larger than it, it doesn't do that. Then they, hmm. they use satellites to measure the shape of the object, and it looked like a long, oh, it's like a hot dog shape. Um, and it, you know, that could look like a spaceship. If you, if you look at it, the shape of a hot dog floating through space, big, big old rock. They, they, if you look up pictures and photo photographs of it, it yeah. looks like a giant rock, but they say they, that's not like a real photo. They, they, uh, measured it based on probably LIDAR or some computer generated, whatever advanced imaging yeah. equipment we have. We, we exactly. took a picture of the black hole. I'm sure they got something. Yeah. Did you see the new one of the new binary solar system? First solar system ever they took. Oh, they found a picture of that. Yeah, I'll send it to you. It's 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 oh. absolutely beautiful. It's got you can I see have not planets. seen that one. They took it with I think the one that's in like Patagonia in uh, Chile, yeah. the new uh, one of the new satellites that just went up. It, it honestly could have been in the one in Las Vegas or somewhere out in Nevada somewhere. But anyway, regardless, it's called Omanawanui. Fans of the show, if you want to go look it up, it's a pretty cool. Omanawanui. It's a really strange trajectory. It was, I think, I think the people that located it or saw it or whatever did a lot of research on it were from Hawaii. So mm. I think, that, that's, that, that, I think that, they're the ones who named it that. That's which, fair. You find it. You get to name it. Yeah, absolutely. God forbid I find an asteroid. I'll give it some wacky ass name. But I think that's one of the, the biggest evidences of, you know, that's like a pass by. Like, yeah. That's a probe. It, if I've never heard of a probe, because that's not how, you know, if we're not being lied to, that's not how. An asteroid works. You know, you know what it probably it's probably um, it's probably another advanced civilization coming by to pick up this year's that year's recordings of um, you know the Earth TV show they watched to laugh at us. Yeah, I love Lucy. Yeah, something something like that. They probably they probably, <laughs> <laughs> they probably swooped by an invisible probe that's recording everything that happens on Earth because it's a TV show to them, and they're like, yeah, we got to pick up next year's season. Have you seen the I show? It's going to be a crazy one. Have you seen the show Aliens, Alien TV on Netflix? It's like a kid I, show. It, I have not. Go, you, you should watch it. It's hilarious. They don't even speak. They just go, nah, 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 nah. My son the whole watch, time? My, my son watches it, yeah. But they like they have like news reporters, like these little green aliens or news oh, reporters. They come to okay. Earth. And they do, do like stories of like going to the gym and then like analyzing like humans working out of the gym. And then they just make hmm. fun of them. It's actually really funny. I'm like, my son watches it, but I watch it with him because I was like, this what is was it called again? Uh, Alien TV. Alien TV. I wonder if they got some YouTube they, clips I can see. They go to a. They try to like research trains on one of them, and they go to. Uh, they find like a, a train set in some kid's like house, so they think that's like a real normal sized train, and they don't understand why humans transport on them. <laughs> but it's like a miniature version of 
the train set. <laughs> so they get like really small and they go in there and they get really frustrated because nothing's working properly. It's it's hilarious. Oh man, yeah. that 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 that's gonna be interesting. I'll probably I'll probably uh, watch a few because they do have like some clips on YouTube. I'll probably watch a few of those, get a taste for it, and see yeah, what it's like. Sure. I don't have Netflix, so yeah, like I don't want to renew. Yeah, you watch it on YouTube for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, pretty... and it looks entertaining just by looking at some of the thumbnails. Yeah, the uh, the aliens are are done up pretty funny too. Yeah, they look kind of like Greedo if he got hit in the head with a sledgehammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a, fl- a flat-headed Greedo. <laughs> it's a good thing. So yeah, aliens. I mean, I mean, I, I definitely think that the possibility is very strong. I think it's more possible than not possible. What's more possible that there are? Hmm, I don't want to say this because they both could be true. All right, what's more possible that we reach? Well, no, aliens reach out to us. That are extraterrestrial from a different solar system, okay? Okay. Keep it in this realm. Or is it more possible that there was a part, there was a time in human history, stay with me. Okay. There was a time in human history where either human race or another race on planet Earth, so us, ascended to space exploration. Mm -hmm. Okay. We left, we came back, sort of like the whole Mars thing where we went somewhere else, and now they're coming back to us. Which one is more likely, that it's, it's us within oh. itself or it's actual aliens? Because I know there's a lot of people who believe that like, even if it is something, it's just us from like, an ancient civilization. Because still oh. the likelihood of reaching a light year and having that technology is ridiculous. You know? that, that's a theory that I have not officially heard, like put together. Mm. And I haven't put any thought into. And my brain's already kind of like ticking in certain directions and thinking about that. But... Well, yeah, I'm yeah, going to say have you heard of the Mars one where they like think that we used to live on Mars. And yeah, I tech- have heard about that we're, one. We're aliens because we were from there, not here. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know. Could Similar, it could... but like more like spacefaring civilization that is coming okay. back, coming back to Earth. I so think, I, um, my personal thought is I think that's more likely just because of the, the t- space pioneer the, theory. Yeah, the space pioneer, because just because it's like it's it's so difficult, like to travel through space in general. That like the probability says it would be that not not that I mean I, especially looking at how massive everything is yeah and it's always expanding so it's like how yeah. do you <laughs> how do you make yeah. up for that oh man I I'd actually never thought about the, the the space pioneer theory so I'm not going to give it my confidence in its probability just because I haven't thought about it yet you know I can't I can't certify yeah. it if I haven't given it any thought but it's fun to think about huh it is it really <laughs> is it makes you think um, it really does. That's, that's a new that's a new thing that I've never really put any thought to. So let's 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 jump right into the next topic, which is space exploration in general. Yes. Okay. So and then right. the question I'm asking you is: Is it needed? And I'm going to go along the front of. So I love Elon Musk, right? But right. I, I've had some. I've. I, so t- yesterday what was his name. Um, Blue Origin went out. Jeff Bezos sent out a bunch of people into space that weren't astronauts. Yeah. The one of them was an actor, and he's like the oldest. Yeah. The um, oldest one in the what world. was his name? I forget his name. I was saying it. Uh, he, he played. He played uh, Kirk in the Star Trek. Yes. Yeah, I did see the video whenever they returned. Jeff was being a bit of a dick in that video, but yeah. <laughs> kind of ignoring him and asking like 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 yeah. Jeff had the attention span of a two year old in that video, and you got I feel bad for forgetting his name, but you got the guy. I'm just gonna call him Kirk. You got Kirk like giving a heartfelt message about him. Like he always played well, you know, Captain. He's got yeah, it. He, he he uh he played Captain Kirk, you know. He played he played him in, in Star Trek for the longest time and, and he, he finally gets, you know, that lifelong dream of going to space. Yeah. And they land and he has like Super this cool. Yeah, he has like this deep emotional feeling. And in the video, like 
Jeff just kind of blows him off a little bit. He's like, hey, give me, give me some alcohol. And, and the actor is like a recovering alcoholic and everything. He's just like, Jeff, you're not being a very nice, you know, host. To, to be fair, though, he does like get back to him towards the end of the video and whatnot. But it was just kind of like a like slap in Jeff, his face a little bit. Jeff, what a dick move, man. Like, come on, be better. Yeah. Like, yes. this dude's like, and he's this the old, oldest, oldest man in space, too. Like, man, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's a cool what little was title. His name. It's going to kill me if I don't figure <laughs> it out. I'm Googling this stuff, but. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I'll keep going. Yeah. But it, so, in general, like, is space exploration, is it needed? So I was kind of thinking along the lines of, like, do we need to William be going Shatner, to Mars? that was his name. William Shatner, that's right. Okay. So, yeah, uh, like, space exploration, is it needed? Going to Mars, continue? Going to Mars, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, yeah. billionaires, sending celebrities to space. I, I think some of it is needed, but not, I don't, I don't know. I, I do like, like, the story. Like you said, it's a good story. Yeah. William Shatner going to space. But, like, if we're going to well, get... There's, there's two things, water exploration yeah. or oceanic exploration, and then is, is, is always part of my argument with this is because I feel like yeah. we need to focus on our Earth more and the Amazon. And, but the other thing is, is it the right time? I'm, I'm mm. excited. I'm a huge yeah. I'm for space exploration, for going to Mars, but th- th- I do have reservations. Are we doing it correctly? Is it needed? Go for it. Well, um. <sighs> trying to like so is it needed yes and no um is it needed within the uh the environment of the goals themselves which is to eventually you know push humanity to a point where we're actually capable of exploring and and putting people on other you know body uh planets and whatnot then yeah space exploration and the research about it it's actually very important it also helps us to understand the the big question that I don't really think we're ever really going to get a true answer for. And it's just like, who are we? Where are we going? What's this universe we're living in? Why are we the only ones? Are we the only ones? Um, I feel like space exploration dedicates a lot to answering a lot of questions that we really don't need the answers to, at least right now. I do think that we should give more effort to exploring the ocean and to exploring the Amazon. I don't, however, think we should downgrade our space exploration um, traction by no means i think i think that the way it's moving right now is actually good um i I think that space exploration is growing at a at a pretty decent rate as for like sending celebrities to space and whatnot i feel like that in itself kind of gives rise to attention with the public it's kind of a promotional thing Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of like um you know you could have the ability to send people to space but if you don't do it then people might not pay attention to it. And if you don't do it in a manner that gets people's attention, then it really doesn't. Like sending William Shatner to space, you know, that got my attention. Yeah, that's actually, you know yeah. what? You make a great point. That's, that's You know, really like, like in order for people to support something, they have to pay attention. And unfortunately, we live in a society where nothing gets anybody's attention unless you got a famous person attached to it or a snappy, cringy thumbnail. Mm-hmm. So I wish we would spend more time exploring the ocean and the Amazon. I haven't even thought about exploring the Amazon, but uh, now that I think about it, we barely touched the damn thing. Um, There's so much we don't know about it, you know. And, well, with uh, exception of you know cutting down trees and stuff, or whatever it is, you know, fires and, and stuff. But you know, actually, like getting a well in-depth, thought-out, you know, map of everything. I mean, and, and the ocean itself is so hard for us to explore. Space is easy to explore in comparison, just because there's nothing really in the way. Um, you can just 
build some telescopes, build some satellites, send them out, and you have a, a much easier time you have, exploring I, space than you would the ocean. It's still very difficult, but it's, more, it's easier access, I would say. In comparison to the ocean, yeah. yes, it's easy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's easy. Yeah. If it sounded like that, I apologize. But what, what I'm trying to say, though, is in comparison to the ocean, it's easy. Because with the ocean, you can only see as far as the light penetrates the water. Thanks for listening to the episode. It's not over yet. Click down on the next episode, Karen the Kraken Part 2, so you can listen to the rest of this episode. That'd be great. All right, thanks, bye.